Uh, let's see here. Where are we starting? Oh, we have On This Day in History and much more coming up. So let's start with the cancellations. About 11 o'clock it came out that Montana State and the University of Montana men will not play Cat Grizz this weekend. Games were scheduled for Thursday and Saturday. They will not be uh, played this week. Now, the Big Sky Conference, in its COVID bylaws, said can't reschedule games. Well, other Big Sky teams already have, especially close teams. So it's a good chance that we'll see at least one, maybe both, games made up. Now, if they only do one, it'll be interesting to see where they play. Would they play it in Bozeman or Missoula? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a great question, right? Now, uh, Jabril Bello of the Bobcats tweeted out something to the effect of that the Grizz just didn't want to play them. Cats are 6-0 and this year in Big Sky. They're playing really well. But the Grizz have won 19 of the last 20. So let's not count chickens before they hatch there. But uh, interesting for sure. We'll see what happens. Um, if those games will get rescheduled or one or both. Cats, like I said, 6-0 and in the big sky for the first time since, I think, 1987. So, there you go. Uh, other cancellations. But the Lady Grizz and the Bobcat women will play. They'll play Tuesday in Bozeman, Saturday scheduled. Tuesday in Bozeman, Saturday up in Missoula. We'll talk to Mike Petrino in his first year as the head coach of University of Montana coming up in about 35 minutes. So we've got uh, those Big Sky games canceled. Carroll Rocky women canceled as well, uh, scheduled for this week. The guys still scheduled to play. Carroll at Rocky women will not play. And in the Frontier, those games are not being made up. Now, the Carroll women, 15-2 uh, and two overall, and leading the Frontier, and sitting sixth in the country. So they'll go a couple of weeks without games now, it appears. And this isn't the first time. I mean, we've seen all sorts of games canceled in the frontier, over 50-plus. We talked to Commissioner Camp Paulson about it yesterday, and it's frustrating, but they're doing the best they can. In addition, the Providence Northern women will not play this weekend either. The men will. Now, remember, the men didn't play from Providence a couple weeks ago, while the women did. Now, this week, the women won't play. And it's got me kind of thinking, I go back to the high school springs or uh, fall season. Football, for the most part, went off without a hitch. Now, we knew, we do know that there were, there were teams that came up with packs that said, look, if we get sick, we're not telling anybody. We got to finish our season. That actually has ha did happen. But we saw a lot of volleyball teams be affected with quarantines and, and the such. So why are we seeing more girls and women's sports, volleyball, women's basketball, being affected by COVID than guys' sports? 
Now, guys in basketball are seeing their fair share of games. Let's not, I mean, sugarcoat it. They're seeing their fair share of games canceled. But it seems more and more prevalent in women's athletics, at least in the state of Montana. And it's just, I'm just curious, honestly, why that is. So uh, last Friday, helped break the news that Jeff Choate was uh, heading out from Bozeman to Austin. And Kane Ione heading from Bozeman to Boise. Uh, Skyline Sports and uh, MT.com, SkylineSportsMT.com has put together some uh, candidates list. And a few of these we've named a few we haven't come up with. Uh, Matt Lubick, Sonny's kid, uh, celebrated his 48th birthday yesterday. He was born in Bozeman. Sonny Lubick, of course, the great Bobcat coach. And uh, uh, my or Matt has been uh, at CSU, Cal State Northridge, San Jose State, Dennis Erickson, Ole Miss. He's been he's been around as an assistant. He's also at Duke, Arizona State. He also uh, did I mention Oregon? I think so. And, uh, yeah. All right. So he is currently at Nebraska, offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach. But that's a name to watch, Matt Lubick. He wanted the job a few years ago. Jason McIndoo, former Bobcat assistant, longtime assistant, 12 years. Kramer, Ash. He is at Oklahoma State. He's done a great job. You think about some of the players that he coached at MSU. Um, Jeff Bolton, Jeff Hansen, Mike Person, J.P. Flynn. But uh, would he leave Oklahoma State? Mike Riley. Yes, that Mike Riley, the former head coach at Oregon State, Nebraska. Has confirmed to Skyline Sports his interest in Montana State. Uh, his family is from Wallace, Idaho, Lewiston, Idaho, as well. So uh, Mike Riley, a couple of big names there. Travis Lule, former Bobcat star. We talked about him yesterday. Roger Cooper, another Bobcat, uh, 2004 Big Sky Defensive Player of the Year. He's been at Idaho State. Um, Tim Drevno was on Cliff Heisel's state, uh, staff back at MSU in the 90s. He's been at USC for the last three seasons. Just got fired, actually. Charlie Regal, who is uh, no connection to Montana State, but he's been at Cal. Uh, we mentioned Kane Ione, but here's the deal. Would Kane Ione accept the job, get announced at Boise, and then still in the back think, hey, I'm going to... No, I don't think so. I know that uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the players wanted Kane around, but that is not going to happen. Noah Joseph, former Bobcat assistant with Coach Ash. Bobby Daly, capital product, and just a flat-out stud um, at MSU. Ty Gregorick. Now, 
Somebody asked me the other day about uh, on Friday night about Gregorek. Now, I know he was an assistant. His wife is a Bobcat legend. But I'm told... Now, Skyline Sports says that a lot of the players want Ty Gregorek. But I don't see that happening. I think there, there were some bridges that were burned um, a couple of years ago. And I don't, I don't think Ty's going to be back. Uh, Chris, we mentioned Jason McIndoo. Um, he'd be great. His kid from uh, had a chance to almost went to Bozeman um, out of high school and instead chose uh, Oklahoma State where his dad's at. Now, I, again, I don't think Ty's going to do it. And if you read SkylineSportsMT.com, I love Coulter Nuanez. I love his brother, Brooks. They do a fantastic job. Nobody in the big sky does it any better. But there's something on here, on, and i got to call Coulter out on this, but uh, Ty Gregorek has been helping Coulter, and it says on, quote, Montana's only daily sports talk show. Well, end quote. That's, we, there's three that we know of. Yeah, Nuan is now up in Missoula on ESPN Radio up there. Now, Anthony Knockreiner, who we'll talk with tomorrow up in the Flathead, and this one. This is a daily talk show. Uh, Jason Eck has been uh, rumored as uh, another candidate. Junior Adams. Here's another one. Jeff Fisher, we talked about it yesterday. The former NFL coach. So it would be interesting there. And their uh, his son, Fisher's son, played at the U of M, Brandon. And he was most recently, Brandon was at Southern Utah, which is leaving the big sky. So just some names to think about. I mean, there's some big ones in there, and there's going to be. This is a great job. This is... Um, it's not like when Mike Kramer took over. It's really not like when Rob Ash took over for Kramer. And it's definitely better than when when Choate took over from Ash. And Choate has built stuff. He's built something special in Bozeman. Now, granted, it was four years. He didn't have that great of a record, but he's 4-0 against the Grizz. And that means a lot. Now, when I talked to a source on, on Friday, we were talking about the next Bobcat coach, and it's got to be somebody, I think, that has to understand recruiting in the state of Montana. Because if you don't, you're going to lose all the great recruits across the hill to Bobby Houck, and there's no doubt about that. Grizz were back in the playoffs last year. Bobby Ball is back. Now, when you go back to Matt Lubick and think of him, he's a Dylan guy. He played college at Western. Scotty Evans knows him. Kyle Mahelish. I mean, there's a boatload. B.J. Robertson, who's already on staff at MSU, along with Brian Armstrong, who's already on staff at MSU. There's a lot of great... Great connection there for a guy like Matt Lubick to come home to Bozeman. 
if it's if it's me, he's at the top of my list. Uh, the search committee includes uh, Dan Davies from MSU Athletics, Dennis Erickson. I mean, he's a Bobcat legend. Rick Van Cleve, uh, Troy Anderson, Amandre Williams, Lewis Kidd, Tucker Rovick, Chase Benson, Michael Jobman, Taylor Tuiasa Sopo, Trisha Binford, women's basketball coach, um, and a couple others. So, they, uh, from my understanding, Leon Costello wants to have this hire done seven to ten days, and that was from, you know, a few days ago. So expect maybe next week we start seeing some some movement. And remember how quick it happened with Choke heading to Texas. He said in the press conference Saturday it's it got it, it started getting legs on Wednesday and by Friday he was gone. So there you go. Skylinesportsmt.com. Um, other sources as well. I'm hearing that uh, some of these names. So we'll keep an eye out and an ear out. And we'll let you know. All right, let's uh, take a break. When we do, we're uh, come back. We're going to chat some basketball, high school hoops, Capital Girls, defending state co-champs. They haven't played in almost two weeks because of COVID protocols with other schools. So they're going to lace it up tomorrow for the first time. And uh, in a while, they'll play on the road at Flathead. We'll talk about that matchup along with Saturday's matchup at home with Glacier with head coach Katie Garson-Forba. And we're going to find out just how good she was in college. And is it okay to eat chocolate cake literally any day of the week? She'll tell us next when we return. Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Uh, You know, today's vehicles are so complicated because... Well, just because they are, and all the safety features. Well, Capital Collision was one of the first shops in the country to become manufacturer certified. It requires special training and equipment. It's uh, important to Capital Collision Center. Your vehicle's properly repaired to manufacture repair requirements to maintain the safety and the and the value of your vehicle. Get a hold of Capital Collision Center on Euclid in Helena. Coming right back with Katie Garson-Forba, Capital Girls Coach, next. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. 
Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back. Presented by Capital Collision Center inside the major mortgage man cave. Still to come, University of Montana women's basketball coach Mike Petrino will join us. Talk a little Cat Grizz action this weekend. It's a pretty good opportunity for the Lady Grizz. They're playing some good basketball, but Bobcat's starting to play really good basketball again, too. We'll talk to Coach Petrino coming up in about 20 minutes. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture 1010 Dearborn in Helena. Well, you've got a couple of big games for the Capitol boys and girls coming up, and Helena High as well, and other teams across the state. And uh, tomorrow night at Flathead, the Capitol girls. Second-ranked team in the state. Haven't played in a, it'll be almost two weeks by the time they suited up tomorrow. Joining us now to chat about it and uh, talk about her senior career in high school, or in college rather, the head coach of the Capital Girls is uh, Katie Garson Forba, and she joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. First off, Coach, appreciate you joining us. She uh, she had to sneak out of a work meeting to do this call, so um, I feel special. Um, but how are you? I'm good. I hope my boss doesn't, doesn't listen to your show. Nobody listens like, to me. That was, that was the meeting she had to get off for. No, thanks for having me. I, I always always enjoy the conversation. Hey, uh, before we talk fun stuff, yesterday was the one-year one, an- one anniversary of uh, the passing of Kobe and his daughter and the seven others. Um, your thoughts a year later. You know, I uh, I made sure that we mentioned it and we talked about it in our practice yesterday because I think that, um, you know, it's something that's important just to revisit and have discussions about players that have impacted the game. Um, you know, I'll be honest, I wasn't a huge Kobe fan when he was a player because, and some of it was because of his, his personal life and everything that happened with that, but um, what he did for the women's game after his career was over and what he was doing with his daughters and how he kind of changed the way he lived his life. Um, I think is a really important thing for, for women's basketball uh, players and fans to understand that. So um, it still is a little bit surreal. You'll see pictures of him and like, geez, is that really, did that really happen? It's also crazy to think that that was a year ago. Um it just, it kind of blew my mind, but um, I think it's important that, you know, players like that and impactful people in our society, uh, you know, we make sure that, that, you know, everybody around us knows that, 
you know, that there was something historical that needed to be discussed and, you know, have a little dialogue with them about. Tomorrow is a basketball game that you guys haven't played a game in, like, forever. Um, how was the bye week last week? I mean, and we talked last week. You How, yeah. how, how hard did you guys really go um, after Wednesday? You know, we, we actually had some pretty tough practices on Thursday and Friday because we wanted to use that opportunity to get a little bit more conditioned when we go into these weeks where we've got – I mean, we have a stressor. We have – four games in seven days sort of thing, or, I mean, just kind of a crazy amount back-to-back-to-back stuff. This was our opportunity was just to get in a little bit better shape, um, especially with the two days off that they had. So, um, you know, we did we did quite a bit of, well, you know, we tried to do everything as much as we can with the ball in our hand. Um, my philosophy is the more they have a ball in their hand, whether in their conditioning, we're going to benefit from that more in the long run. But, um yeah, I think if you ask the girls, it wasn't an easy week of practice. Um, they, uh, they had to work pretty hard, but it was good. We uh, got back to the basics a little bit and just added some stuff to our to our toolbox. Now, I didn't hear from any of them, so you must not have told them that I mentioned that they had to run long more right. in, in last week. I, I did tell them that, oh. and I'm not sure that they – I think that they were afraid that you would tell me that they reached out after the fact and that they conditioned for it. You know what's funny is they make it seem like we condition like crazy. You know, they'll be like, oh, man, we've got, you know, this on the practice plan. I'm like, I never make you guys run outside of drills. We tie everything back to a drill. And they'll just look at me and I'm like, you realize not every coach does that. We do some outside conditioning, but it's very rare. Well, yeah. Yeah, true. And the ones that are going to go play college sport, I'm like, you guys are going to have a rude awakening. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> um, are you guys ready for tomorrow? I mean, tell me about Flathead. Yeah, I think we had a great seven, you know, they'll be eight days of practice. Um, they were really refined stuff and just really got some positive energy and we're clicking but we're back to that point now we need to play somebody else like it's this has been fun but let's get back on you know and playing games uh flathead they have a new coach this year uh and he's actually doing different kind of style um than trisha did uh likes to run a lot of two three zone and uh they're fairly athletic they're a little bit young but they have a couple Really solid players, Claire Converse um, and Maddie Moy are just solid players, solid scorers for them. So we've got to limit their their looks a little bit, uh, you know. But it, it'll just be nice. It, it's always kind of a weird game traveling up there, being on the bus. We can't really stop anywhere, uh, you know, let them off or anything. So we're just going to get up there and get to the gym. But it'll just be nice to be playing and you know see that see what the, the you know see what we've been working on. Hopefully, it comes to fruition a little bit. With a 2-3 zone that you guys face, is that beneficial? Because you guys can shoot the ball, but you also have – we know we know who you have in, in you know in the paint. So um, it's it's almost like it's a dangerous defense to play against the Bruins. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's – you know, we'd like to think that teams kind of have to pick and choose what they're going to try and – what they're going to stop against us. Um, and really the last – the last three out of four games, we have been manned. Uh, we started with a zone against Butte, and then the last three schools have manned us. So um, I watched a little bit of how they defended Hellgate because I, I, you know, I think they were fairly similar size-wise and personnel-wise. So 
Um, I watched that a little bit, and he still stuck to a 2-3 zone. He likes to, to front the post with the middle person, which is a different look. So we've been, you know, just kind of working on our zone stuff, but also our man stuff because we've seen the majority of our games we've been man. Um, so, it, you know, we're trying to balance that a little bit, you know, with what we've been seeing versus what we've seen them like to do on film. Um, you know, and our shooters, we got them a lot of opportunity for them to get shots up this last week. So hopefully that pays off if they go zone. If not, then we'll see what they give us in man. You don't see man a lot in high school. You're seeing it more and more, but there was a time where it was all zone in high school, and I'm glad to see some man defense again. Yeah, I think, um, you know, and Hellgate went to more of a man defense. They like to run a one-two-two, but they're a lot more man. We're definitely very man defense-oriented um, because, you know, I think we've got some really good defenders in our team. But we see, I don't know, the last two years we've seen a lot of zone. Um, and I think, again, that's because of the personnel that we have. And so you kind of have to, you know, see what you want to take away and pick and choose that. But um, there are some very good man defensive teams out there, and I think, you know, that's kind of becoming more of an emphasis. And then also just kind of odd guard front or even kind of a junk defense, you know, box mm. and one, triangle and two sort of looks. So I think people are getting more creative. Um, I think social media and access to college games, other coaches' philosophies probably contributes to that a little bit. You know, somebody sees something that they like, and all right, let's give it a try. Oh, there you go. Katie Garson-Forba joining us, Capital Girls coach. You uh, get home late, and then uh, you get the Friday, and then you turn around and host Glacier on Saturday at the uh, Bears Den. Uh, tell me about the Wolfpack, because it seems like they're a bit of an unknown to me and, uh, and a lot of others. <laughs> Yeah, they are. They're very aggressive. Uh, that's a, they like their man, full court pressure, get after it. Uh, they like to create turnovers and just speed, speed teams up a little bit. Um, you know, they've, they've been doing a little bit of, a little bit of two, three with the personnel that they have. They like to push tempo, a lot of transition stuff. The big thing for them is they've got two really solid scoring guards that are seniors that just have that, you know, years, couple years of experience mm-hmm. now as varsity starters. So, you know, and they, we just have to be tuned into them with what the scouting report says, what those personnel, what they like to do, um, and just try and take away some of those opportunities and make other players score the ball for them a little bit. Um, I don't know a ton of their, their bench and their depth. They, they graduated a couple seniors, uh, Rodemacher being the big one who's now playing a lot of minutes for tech. So, that's a big role for them to fill as far as her athleticism and her ability to score the ball. But it'll be interesting to see. They, you know, very similar tempo that they like to play from last year, and they like to just be really scrappy, gritty, get after it. But that also leads to them getting into foul trouble a little bit. Yeah. So we've got to be strong with the ball against them and, and just take what they give us. It is National Chocolate Cake Day. Are you a chocolate cake fan? Ooh, I did not know that, and that is – that is useful information. I am a chocolate fan. I'm kind of a anything cake fan. Um, I don't know that I've ever really said no to a dessert. Um, and that shows a little bit, but that's oh, okay, you know? <laughs> no, it's, it's uh, yeah, huh. I, I will have to ask my team if they know that it's mm. National Chocolate Cake Day. They'll be like, well, did you bring us cake? No, I didn't bring you cake. They Come should on, bring girl. See, I, I should text... I should text Paige or Audrey and tell them to have a cake for you. <laughs> I, 
they still probably wouldn't do it. They'd be like, no, coach, we need you to bring us cake. Yep. No, they, well, yeah. they probably would. They're, they're good kids. Well, you know, it, it, think about this. Chocolate, everybody says oh, chocolate cake's is sweet and it's bad. I saw some today that, you know, it's made from a cocoa leaf, which is a plant, so it's almost chocolate cake is a salad. Oh, absolutely. And you throw the eggs in there, you've got protein. Yep. Um, if you have any sort of, like, dairy in the frosting, Yep. You're getting calcium. I can justify anything <laughs> as far as the health food if I need to. So, um, yeah, no, cake I think is absolutely, yeah, there's a lot of very strong antioxidants and benefits in chocolate cake for absolutely. sure. <laughs> absolutely. Um, all right, what what was your final year playing college ball? Was it 2010? 2010, yep. Okay. Uh, you were an Evergreen State gooey duck. I was. And last week you said you weren't that good of a player, but your senior year or your final year, you went seven and a half or seven point seven points, four and a half rebounds per game. That's pretty good. That was the second most on the team. Yeah, I was a great role player. Uh, <laughs> I, Latrina, I, I, Latrina Woods Latrina, was good. Yeah. She was good. And she was athletic and she had some she was springy. No, she was our point guard and um no, I was I, I, I was a great defender. I was a good facilitator. I could score when, when I had the ball, but I wasn't, I don't know. I was very comfortable in my role. And I think, I hope that maybe that carries over to my coaching a little bit where, you know, everybody, everybody has to have a role and has to, you know, know how important that is. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I, I don't know. I, I was, I was an okay player. Like I was, I wasn't a Bill Pilgrim. I mean, that's, that, that's well, the other nobody, side of it. Like, nobody. I alongside Bill. So, like, <laughs> I was reasonable in my evaluation of myself. And, that, that is. So yeah. you, had, you had 25 steals, nine blocks. Uh, you shot 34% from three. Free throw percentage. Do the girls know your free throw percentage? No, and don't put it on the air because I don't think I remember it. Um, 67.5%, Coach. Eh, it was okay. It should have been higher. It but, should have been. Now, um, here's the stat that bothers me. Everybody talks with guards, assist-to-turnover <laughs> ratio. 17 assists, but 40 turnovers? <laughs> Apparently, I wasn't that good of a facilitator. <laughs> and I didn't like to pass the ball. I loved the transition three. I was love, I loved the transition three. Okay. Um, 25 of 73 from beyond the arc. Yeah, I guarantee those are all in transition, all 73 of them. <laughs> I love it. Uh, no, I just I was looking up your stats today because I was like, <laughs> I've never actually seen how good of a player you were. Um, and you changed numbers. You went from like 44 to 20. What the heck? Well, so my, my brother was 20 when he played in college. My grandfather, who played at University of Washington before, and he got drafted after his sophomore year um, and then came back injured from the war and learned how to play left-handed. Um, guarded George Mikan. I mean, the guy has his, his basketball story is phenomenal, but, um, he wore number 20. So when I went to college, you never got to choose your number until you were like a senior because all the upperclassmen always got to choose. Sure. So I had to wait until I could be number 20. And, uh, so I have the coolest picture of my grandfather in his University of Washington uniform and number 20, my brother in his college uniform and number 20, and then myself in my college uniform in number 20. So awesome. um, it was a family thing. Yeah, it was very cool. 
Why did you not start two games? What'd you do? I was probably a bad teammate. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I actually think I know. I think it was an injury. I think that was when I hurt my knee. Because okay. um, you started but, 27 out of 29, same as Latrina. Yeah. Why didn't I start those two? I don't remember. It would have been my senior year. It was probably my knee because okay. I hurt that. Okay. It wasn't yeah. one of these team uh, violation things? No, I was a rule follower, almost to a fault. Like, I was kind of a stick in the mud. <laughs> as as a as a gooey duck would be, actually. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> See, transitions, I love it. Um, there you go. Not a good season for you guys, though. Not a good season. No, no. Yeah, 10 and No, I love that coach, but I loved her as a coach, but as a person, um, struggled as a coach. And it was, it was an interesting, it's also, it's a private, or it's a public liberal, or very liberal arts, very liberal arts college. Um, so the demographic that you tend to get there was very different than some of our, our opponents. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, all right. I can't wait to dig into next week and find out what, uh, what I'm going to look at. Um, but enjoy your chocolate cake. I'd feel really weird if I texted Audrey and said, you need to get Coach a, t- a chocolate cake. But um, because You know what I'm going to – I'll tell him. I'll just tell him. I'll say, you know, Jason Walker said you guys were supposed to bring me a chocolate cake. Where is it? Nice. And he'll be like, what? Nice. I like what? that. Yes. So I'll freak him out that way. Okay. Um, and then make him run. <laughs> but not too much. you got I'll a game tomorrow. Him. Exactly. I'll tell him it's your punishment before pregame tomorrow. You know, like we've got – Sometimes I'll be like, all right, you're conditioning on the baseline. And they're like, oh, no. And I, we do a whistle drill, and it's like one whistle. And I'm like, all right, I'll go get a drink. So I can toy with them a little bit to yeah. know they'll be plenty freaked out. I love it. And then tomorrow, actually tomorrow, they can make it up and bring you the cake for the bus trip up to uh, the Flathead. There we go. All yep. Right. yep. Good luck, Coach. We'll uh, talk to you next week. And it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. That is Katie Garson Forbaugh on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Um, there is her coach in uh, in her her playing days at Evergreen State, the Gooey Ducks. There is that's her senior year. Um, so there you go. Love it. That's off Facebook. So um, there. Fun stuff. Love talking with her. She's so fun, and state champ in her second year. Oh goodness. So yeah, games tomorrow. You've got uh, Capital Boys at home. Girls are on the road. You got Helena High in action. Oh, I did see that. I got this today. There is um, well, it's not really breaking news, but um, high school wrestling in the Queen City. Okay, so Glacier is not going to wrestle. There's uh, some duels coming up Friday. Helena High and Capital will not face Glacier. They will just wrestle Flathead on Friday. Capital at four. And then Helena Heim and the Braves at 7. So that's the wrestling schedule uh, with Glacier not wrestling the uh, Bruins or the Bengals this week. So throw that out there. All right, quick break, come back. And when we do, I'm just seeing this on the Twitter. Wow. Oh, goodness. Love politics. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk basketball. Continue. Women's basketball. 
Lady Grizz and first-year coach Mike Petrino, they're playing really well, and it helps that they're healthy, and they need to stay healthy for the rest of the season. Big games, two big games coming up this week against the Bobcat women, and one in Bozeman, one in Missoula, and we'll talk to Mike Petrino when we return Jason Walker Show. Don't forget to check out Auto Concepts in Helena. I'm telling you because, well, A, I like them, and, and B, not just because they're an awesome sponsor, but they do so such amazing work from lift kits to uh, radio. You put your radio in. Um, I have actually from Auto Concepts a bed rug and the tonneau cover. Now, the wife got them for me for my birthday a few years ago, but I, the bed rug is amazing. Like, you can crawl around. To me, it's better than the spray and, 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 and because it's more comfortable. You can crawl around on it and not get hurt. You're not banging your knees off the, the hard plastic. So get into Auto Concepts. Get that, a bed rug. Get the tonneau cover. And also, while you're at it, get a complete detail for less than 200 bucks. I'm telling you, the, the top to bottom, head to toe, inside and out, your car will look brand new when they're done with that full detail. Get to Auto Concepts today. In Helena. We'll be right back with Montana women's basketball coach Mike Petrino. Hang on. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Final segment on a Wednesday. That's what she said with Katie Garson Forba, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. 
stop in. You get the salad bar that they'll make for you, and it's, it's unbelievable. But the grab-and-go meals out of the freezer that are done, or the fridge, and then you have the freezer meals that you can buy, take home, and then uh, thaw them out, and they'll be ready for the weekend. It takes so much work out of cooking. Dinner's done right on Cedar in Helena. Go to dinnersdoneright.com. All right, so the Cat Grizz men have been canceled. They will not play this weekend because of a COVID case inside the University of Montana men's basketball program. So, therefore, the only games on the docket for Big Sky in Montana are going to be the women, Cats and Lady Grizz. Uh, They will play Tuesday night in Bozeman and Saturday afternoon in Missoula, and to join us now to chat about those games and the season, the head coach of the Lady Grizz in his first year, Mike Petrino, and he joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. First off, uh, I appreciate you joining me, Coach. Um, I, I, I was trying to do the math, and I think you're the fifth Petrino I've talked with now in the last couple of years. Well, that's that that deserves hazard pay right there. It's you, uh, that's a tough assignment. Sorry about that, but yeah, I appreciate it. Well, you're the only one that does basketball though, so you're you're okay because yeah. you don't have that that <laughs> that raid that football rage, right? Well, some might disagree with that comment. I might probably say I do, but uh, yeah, we're <laughs> we do have more similarities and differences. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, I appreciate uh, the uh, the uh, conversation for sure. Um, big games this weekend, but take me through the this year. It's been an up and down year. It's been an up and down roller coaster ride ever since March, and for a couple of different reasons. But are you comfortable right now where you're at in Missoula? Well, great question. Um, you know, yeah, it has been a weird, uh, you know, unexpected transition and change in spring, and then you have. Um, the pandemic and, you know, I, I definitely would say that when we were, um, in this situation, we thought, oh, by the, you know, everyone else say, oh, by the fall, be different, be different. And here we are. Uh, it's not much different than it was back almost a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely challenging when you had to, uh, um, uh, fill a depleted roster, um, doing, uh, Zoom meetings all summer with kids. Um, eight new players. The first time they got to meet, meet each other face down, we met via Zoom, but the first time they got to meet each other face to face wasn't until they got here. And, um, so, uh, very proud of the kids though. I mean, this has been a resilient year for everybody. Uh, and for, it's not, it has not been a normal year for any student athlete, any student. And, um, but I'm proud of what they've done. I'm proud that they've shown up practice. Uh, we've been practicing at the time your games get canceled. Um, it's just, uh, Part for the course. Um, motto is from the summer's been plan, prepare, and pivot. We've had to pivot more than once. So to give out your question, are we comfortable? I think we're just comfortable with pivoting and preparing and adapting to change. I think that's probably the most comfortable thing we are. I don't think we're super totally comfortable, but they're probably kids. They're probably what they've done so far, and uh, looking forward to having the opportunity to play again. 
Is it tough to take me through the testing? I haven't asked any of the coaches yet uh, 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 of yeah. testing each week because it, it's so rigorous. Um, and yeah. whether you play or not, it's based off of it. Oh, it's a great question. And, and I think people are surprised at that part of it. It's, uh, we are tested as the NCAA policy, and we are tested at least three times a week, at least. Wow. And, um, you know, we've had, uh, we had one again this morning. Um, every school test, that those schools are playing each other, communicate, we pass tests and, and, um, you know, it's, it's a unique situation, but it's what the NCA policy is. Not, and by the way, not all sports tests the same. So some sports are different per week or different, um, number of people. We have to test everybody that's in our tier one, which means all players, coaches, managers, um, we have actually two male practice players. They have to test. Um, our radio announcer has to test. Um, anyway, it's in that tier one, has to test three times a week. So, by far, I'm definitely over, I think we're over 60 some tests this year. Wow. And, um, you know, it's, you just do this. And, and then I think the unique part too is road trips. Uh, when we left for our NAU trip, um, we had an early flight to Arizona. And um, we had we met the school at 4:30 in the morning, took a COVID test, wait around to make sure that passed, then go to the airport, then fly out, uh, play on you know I was on a Wednesday, play Thursday, you know off Friday, play Saturday night. Saturday night we come back, and in the old days of just going to the airport and everyone just when you fly home you just everybody goes away or stuff away. No, we now we have to come back to school, test again. Uh, before you leave. That, that's why you see all these like 10 a.m. start times in the big sky. It's so that the opposing team can get back and test that night. Oh. So you don't go five days without a test. So that's why you see all these weird times is to, uh, to accommodate the visiting teams that are to fly. So we played a 10 a.m. game in Northern Arizona. Last Saturday we had to play at 10 a.m. for Sac State so they could get home and test that night. Um, it's probably testing policy because you don't want to go so many days without a test. So it's a good question. It's one that I think a lot of people don't know the answer. To, you know, have no idea. Um, unique situation for sure. Mike Petrino joining us, Montana women's basketball coach. Right, let's talk about this team. Four and two in the Big Sky, uh, looking up right now. At everybody's looking up at Idaho State. They're still about uh, what half the season, I guess, um, mm-hmm. because of cancellations, because of everything. Not everybody's going to have an equal amount of games, which is unfortunate. But you have to be pleased, Coach, with the way the girls are playing, uh, or I guess the ladies are playing this year. And it's amazing when they stay healthy what can happen on the basketball court. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, we had a, you know, going the year we had um, 53% of our minutes were gone, whether they graduated or left the program, um, 70% of our scoring, 85% of our threes. Have uh, left or graduated, so we had definitely had some holes to fill. Um, proud of the girls' the effort. Uh, proud of our coaches, uh, Jordan Sullivan, Nate Colville, and Jace Henderson have done a great job. And eight new faces and returns have done a great job. Welcome the new people. And uh, you know we're just trying to compete every game and and uh, see what happens. Um, but uh, we've had you know our our four our two losses. One was in overtime. Uh, we were missing our you know, one of our best players, Ivy Anderson. Um, and then NAU, we, we played, you know, well offensively. Just uh, they were a hot team, and they got us. But, uh, no, proud of the effort so far. And, 
it's a tough schedule. It's a tough uh, match this weekend, and we're gonna play a really good team from Bozeman this weekend. Yeah, and it's so and it's just a weird schedule all the way around, mm-hmm. and it's something that you know the Frontier has seen for years because they mm-hmm. used to do the back-to-backs. Uh, you guys actually take a break in between. Why is that? Well, I think the, the one of the things was, you know, when this first got presented was we did not, you know, it was obviously to, I like the idea of, well, I'm, I accept the idea of like playing the same school twice so you cut, cut down on travel, right? Mm-hmm. Cut down on travel. Um, it's not going to be perfect because someone's going to have a home matchup and a road matchup that's tougher than others. But um, the idea was that the day between it was just more of a safety issue. I mean, we think it was safe. We personally, I mean, when you're busy, it's one thing. Um, we didn't think it was safe to play at seven o'clock on one night and then turn around and play at noon again okay. um, the next day. So that was voted on by the coaches and pushed by the coaches, obviously approved by the, the conference office. Now, um, here we are. We play games where, in order to get it flights out, we would play games at seven o'clock at night and at 10 a.m. on Saturday. Right. So I think that was the main push for it. Um, some sports are doing it differently. If, if we're going to do it again, I don't know what they would do on that. They may not. They might make you do back-to-back days. I'm not sure. But uh, it's a little more challenging. You're uh, 4-0 at home. You're 3-4 and on the road, and you've got one of each this week, and we'll talk more about Montana State here in a second. Um, Carmen G. Feller, that G. Feller name, man, it feels like there's been a G. Feller in Missoula playing for the Grizz, whether it's the men or the women, for the last, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, 15 years, it feels like, because it <laughs> felt like Bobby never left. Uh, but Carmen can shoot the ball. And then you have, this is the big one, obviously from Montana, Sophia Stiles and her health. And I go back to that again. But her yeah. being healthy, 11 starts, 11 you know games played, that's a big key for the Lady Grizz, and yeah. she's such a special player, Coach. No, you're, you're exactly right, and uh, she's been a great leader for us as well, a vocal leader, something that she's really been challenged to do, and she's done a great job of it. And you're right, she's um, playing, you know, confident and, and you know, she's battled through uh, some tough injuries, very tough injuries. And last year, people didn't realize how but she was hurting, and she never complained about it. But she was very limited, and uh, got the off-season surgery and is rehabbed, and just playing really well right now on both ends. You know, has a great influence on the game on the offensive defensive end. Uh, her and Darian Wire, one of the league leaders in steals, a big guy. They both impact the game the same way, and uh, she's definitely a special player. And Carmen's a great player too. Carmen and Abby Sophie's done a great job this year. Um, you know, Carmen registered last year. Um, she's just been she's just done a great job this year buying into um, not only her being coming with her game, but buying into everybody else and, and being a really good leader for us as well. You mentioned Darian White. That's where it starts with the Cats and uh, mm-hmm. Thursday night in Bozeman. That's uh, that's a tough one. And as good as she was last year, she might even be better <laughs> this year. You're right. She's a special <laughs> player down there for Coach Binford. Uh, it, like I said, it starts with her. Defensively, mm-hmm. what's the approach to Montana State? Well, she is an excellent player. Um, uh, a lot like Sophie, where they can impact the game on offense and defense. Uh, very dangerous in transition, she is, and, and is attacking the hoop, you know. And then she just makes those players better. When, you know, we knew they had a talented group coming in. Uh, I think they've gotten better each week as a team. Uh, when you have uh, uh, her lead the show on offense, White. 
and you got one of the best two-point shooters in the league at Martell. And then you have all that all those new kids who are playing, getting more experience each week. Uh, they're playing their best basketball right now. I, I thought they were going to be in the NAU last weekend. They didn't beat NAU. They dominated them uh, both times. And they're playing their best basketball. They're, and Coach Binford does a great job. Um, I think she's done a great job all her years there. And lately she's, her program is looking as, as good as ever been under her. So obviously you're not going to give me any secrets. Um, nobody yeah. nobody no, in Bozeman is listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you be, hey, you know more than anybody, this uh, this this rivalry has fans all over. So That's true. That's they true. may not be living in Bozeman, but there's I, I know where Helena is. I know that there's uh, uh, there's a great portion of that. But uh, I'll put it this way. If anybody can tell me how to stop Darian White, show me because no one will do it. She's either attacking the basket or she's set her teammates up. Uh, she's a special player, and uh, at the same time, we're, we we love having Sophie Styles. I think yeah. that's, for a fan, that's a great matchup right there. Oh yeah. You know? uh, Sophie is uh, a player that takes the game very seriously. She spends time on the floor, uh, not like competing on the floor, but watches film, and uh, that's gonna be a great matchup right there. And we're we're super excited about having Sophie Styles leading us. A couple of final quick ones for you, Coach Mike Petrino, joining us from the Lady Grizz. This is a big game, a big weekend, because it seems like for the first time in a few years, I don't want to – they're gettable. The Cats are gettable, and it seemed like last year they were untouchable, the year before even maybe a little bit so. But it seems because of the youngness this year uh, with Coach Brentford and the Bobcats that this is the year to get them. Um, but they're still dangerous, and they play so well at home. They're not scared of Dahlberg, especially with no fans in, in either building. Um, is is that how, kind of how you approach this? It's, hey, look, last year's last year. We can get them this year. Well, you know, we don't want to talk about last year. The, the only historical thing I've shared with our team is this. Uh, the last time the Lady Grizz won in Bozeman was 2014. Um, and Trish has a young team. We have a young team. But each team only has one senior. And, um, you know, the last time the Lady Grizz won in Bozeman, uh, people on our team were in middle school or elementary school. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's the only thing I've shared with them historically is that uh, no matter what has happened in the past, they definitely have the momentum. They have momentum in the rivalry. They do. I mean, Coach Selvig started this thing and, and in many, many years of runs. Oh, yeah. um, they have momentum lately, and you have to respect that. And at the same time, we don't – this group was not part of all those games and their young group wasn't a part of the games in the past. So we just have to go into it knowing that the history is the history, and, and we got to compete and try to write our, own history, write, write our own story. Is it weird not having fans because of, of – Yeah. I mean, Dahlberg is – and I mentioned this. I came over and did TV for the uh, men's game with Northern Colorado uh, back in early January and their first conference win. But it's so weird – when you think of Missoula and University of Montana, the fan base, not only across the street at Washington Grizzly, but in Dahlberg specifically for even a women's basketball, man, it's got to be different, Coach. And it's just, how is it? It is different. You're right. Um, you're right. And what's it's kind of about this week is because the two best fan bases in the Big Sky are in Missoula and Bozeman yep. for women's basketball. I mean, you know, They've been one and two in attendance every year for the last several years, right? And it's important here. It's special here. So it is different than that. Now, it doesn't mean they're not watching. They're not following. 
Um, but it is different. You know, we played Sac State last week, and um, of course, Sac State does not have the same history of crowds. So, and the first thing the Sac State coach said to me when I saw him before the game, and of course, we're at social distance, all that, he goes, this is so strange. You know, he says, we love coming up here. We love coming up here for the atmosphere. It's, so it's, it's, he says, I'm not, he says, I would much rather have fans here than no fans. Mm-hmm. Like he, he thinks it's special for his team to get a play in front of a crowd like this. I'm sure the same thing when they go to Bozeman, right? So it is, it is sad. It's unfortunate, but at the same time, we're just glad that we're at two universities that want to do everything they can to play in a safe atmosphere. And we understand. Um, it's sad that when you can't have fans of opposing teams come even, you know, um, last week, Sac State had a girl from California, Montana. I would have loved to have their family come watch, but conference rules and hand rules, you know, I mean, we have to go by that. There's people from the east side of Montana that can't go to Bozeman. There's people from Missoula who have players playing in, for Bozeman that can't come. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but we're at least glad that we have the opportunity to play. And we're glad that we have schools that are doing everything they can to play in a safe matter yep there's no uh, no doubt about that so thursday night in bozeman and uh at brick breeden field house and then uh saturday night uh, back home or i guess saturday afternoon back home correct in yep. missoula yep. um man it's a great rivalry and to, you know as good as the guys game is is going to be the women's game this year i'm looking really forward to and i i love women's basketball to me it's better it's women's college basketball is the best um, and I've always felt that just, you know, I'm not a I, to full transparency. I grew up in Bozeman. I'm a Bobcat, but I respect the Lady Grizz because of Coach Selvig. And uh, I, um, the job that you're doing now is going to be fun to follow for uh, the, the significant future. So keep up with the good work over there. Well, appreciate it. And uh, we're just trying to help these kids through the transition and, uh, uh, you know, do the best we can this year. And But uh, proud of the kids so far. And, um, that we get to play, and it'll be a big challenge for us because they're they're playing very well. And they're a great team and program. So Definitely. appreciate your time, sir. Thanks, coach. Say hi to the brothers. I will. I will for sure. All right. Thanks. Talk yeah. to you later. That is Jay, uh, Mike Petrino uh, joining us, the head coach of the Lady Grizz, and uh, four and two in the Big Sky in his first uh, season as the head coach over there in the Garden City. Appreciate him. So tomorrow. You've got the Bobcat women, the Lady Grizz in Bozeman Saturday. They'll play at noon in Missoula. Um, was it Pluto TV or what? Just go to their website. You can find it for television. But no men's games. They got canceled. There's a positive COVID test in the Montana program. So the Cats and the Grizz will not play this week. Uh, they'll try to get those rescheduled. Big Sky says you can't. Other has, schools have already tried it and done it. So... It's the Cats and the Grizz. I'm guessing the Big Sky won't really throw a significant fit if uh, they try to reschedule those those games. So, uh, let's see here. We also uh, gave you some names um, for the head coaching job at MSU, and if you missed any of those, uh, SkylineSportsMT.com, along with some names I've thrown out as well, go to JasonWalkerShow.com. And you will, uh, you'll hear all of them. So it is uh, January the 27th, Library Shelfie Day. It is National Chocolate Cake Day. 1894, the first college basketball game took place. University of uh, Chicago beat the Chicago YMCA 19 to 11. Now wait, did I thought there was a there was a game last week, right? In not last week, but the anniversary of. But this is what it says. 
1924, Klaus Thunberg of Finland claimed three gold medals in one day when he won the 1500, the 10,000, and the all-around speed skating events at the uh, Winter Games in France. He had won the 5,000 the day before. Chuck Knoll named the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers on this date in 1969. Michael Jackson got burned pretty bad filming a Pepsi commercial on this date in 1984. Happy birthday, Billy White Shoes Johnson, 1952. Uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was born on this date in 1756. Rock me, Amadeus. 1850, Edward Smith born. He was a naval captain of the RMS Titanic. Uh, who died in 1912 with the Titanic. Uh, Donna Reed was born on this date in 1921, From Here to Eternity. Great movie. You forget she's in that because it's a wonderful life she was so good in, but From Here to Eternity is a classic. Classic. Uh, 1964, Bridget Fonda was born. And on this date in 1910... Thomas Crapper died. Thomas Crapper was an English plumber and inventor. Yes, he invented the toilet. And the ball cock that goes in the toilet. That He died on this date, 1910. He was 73. Let's uh, do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right, if you missed anything, JasonWalkerShow.com. Great show today with Katie Garson-Forba, Mike Petrino, and uh, we've got some great basketball coming up. We talked cancellations, the uh, Cat Grizz men not playing this weekend, the Carroll and Rocky women not playing this weekend, and the Providence Northern women not playing this weekend as well. So um, those are the cancellations for the now. Oh, and also Glacier Wrestling with Flathead and Helena High, or with... Excuse me, Glacier Wrestling with Helena High and Capital this weekend on Friday. Not happening. The Flathead duels with the Bengals and the Bruins still taking place. So Bengals, Bruins, Braves, oh my. We got all of that? Okay. Um, good luck to Bruin Cheer this weekend as well. I don't know where you'll be, but good luck. <laughs> and Bengal Cheer, too. We can't forget. Uh, let's see if you missed anything. Uh, like I said, JasonWalkerShow.com. Yesterday, Taylor Hope was on. I mean, she was a rock star. Um, her PR person reached out today and uh, asked if we would talk to some more country singers. So we're going to do that. We're going to set some great ones up, and uh, it's going to be a good time. So uh, always fun to talk other things as well, and not politics, right? Right? Has it been a nice week since last week? Have, can we all agree? Tomorrow, Anthony Knockreiner will join us. We'll talk flathead football coaching search, cats coaching search. Uh, He's calling the uh, flathead capital girls game tomorrow night, kgez.com. We'll talk to Anthony Knockreiner tomorrow. Uh, Also, Friday, just confirmed today, Paul Westhead will join us, the former... Coach of the Lakers, Warriors, Loyola Marymount. Paul Westhead, coach, will join us on Friday. Still got a great couple of days coming up. We'll see you tomorrow at 4, Jason Walker's show, presented by Capital Collision Center. 
We'll see you tomorrow. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.